0: It was a really strange night. We had a good crowd. I mean, it was one of those really boiling nights where at any moment that things are going to explode. So you had this kind of haze over the ballpark, this old ballpark. The dog day's August. This was the dog day of August.
1: My name is Dave Bresnahan. In 1987, I was a class double player with the Cleveland Indians organization. Uh, my position was catcher, and the team name was Williamsport Bills of the AA Eastern League. We were scheduled to have a doubleheader, which I chose that day because I knew I would catch one game of the doubleheader. And it was twilight, which was actually kind of a perfect setting. When I saw my name in the lineup in the first game, you know, I had brought three or four peeled potatoes to the game, and in the locker room we were you know, throwing the potatoes around, so it wasn't a big secret within the team.
0: I'm Rick Montine, and in 1987 I was the assistant general manager of the Williamsport Bills. I was uh, cooking hamburgers down the right field line. Great view of the plate.
2: My name is Lou Hunsinger Jr. On August 31st, 1987 I was sitting in a third base grandstands. So I can't recall exactly what inning it was. I know that there was a Redding Philly runner on third base. There was a batter up for, for them. and. The runner on third base took his normal lead.
0: There was a moment there right before the play that was you know, part of baseball, but now looking back on it was the trigger. Dave stood up, called timeout, said there was something wrong with his mitt.
1: In the dugout was a spare catcher's glove, and in the glove was the peeled potato. So I had to turn to the umpire, and I remember his name, Scott Potter. He did make it as a big-league umpire for a few years. And I turned to Potter and said, Hey, Scott, you know, my glove's broken. I need to get another one. He goes, Sure, go ahead. So I trot over to the dugout, and in my bag is that spare glove with the peeled potato in it, and all my teammates are all kind of laughing. Can't believe I'm going to do it. So as I ran back to the home plate area, I had the peeled potato in my glove as I gave the sign, and I had to make sure that the hitter didn't hit the baseball. So I called for a slider low and away, and just before the pitch was thrown, I moved it from my glove hand over to my bare hand and caught the slider, and then came up, took the potato, and threw it
2: over the third baseman's head. Preston the hand cocks and throws, and the object flies into left field, which I thought was a baseball, and, and everybody else did too, and so did the runner, and he then continued down to home.
1: Here he comes, running towards home, and I thought, oh my god, it's working. So I just wanted to be patient. Wait for the runner to just before he touched home plate. I tagged him.
0: Now the best part of it all was Bresnahan standing at the plate laughing. He was laughing at home plate as the runner. Uh, the runner was Rick Lundblade, and he came down the third base line. And uh, as he got to the plate, Bresnahan just all of a sudden was standing there laughing and tagged him out. And the umpire Scott Potter originally said out,
2: and called him out. There was confusion. The fans were confused. It looked like the umpire was confused. The runner most certainly was confused. The only one that wasn't confused was Bresnahan, because he'd known what he had he had done.
1: And I showed the umpire the ball, rolled it up on the mound, and told all my teammates to come, you know, off the field and into the dugout, and but they were all laughing.
0: And I saw our left fielder, Miguel Roman, pick up the potato, which I didn't know was a potato. He picked up the potato and the look on his face I think kind of stunned everybody. Uh, because he didn't do anything with it. He just picked it up looked at it, picked it up and looked at
1: it, and just looked back at the infield. The third base coach for the Phillies, he sees what it is, and he starts laughing. And then the third base umpire, who's from New York, and uh, he retrieves the largest piece, and he walks back towards the home plate umpire, and he yells out, it's a freaking potato.
0: And all of a sudden, somebody brought the potato into the infield, and Bresnahan, course said yeah I I peeled a potato whatever.
1: Despite some reports I didn't get kicked out of the game Um, the umpire just ruled the runner safe and then we got the next hitter out and uh, as I went back to the dugout my manager didn't seem to be real pleased he pinched it for me took me out of the game so that was it and I was glad the team won and I thought that would be the end of it and it wasn't it sure wasn't.
0: The word got around immediately and our phone did not stop ringing off the hook about, this guy's a bum, I hope he's gone, get him out of town, all that stuff. You have to know Williamsport. Williamsport the birthplace of Little League Baseball. They take it seriously over there.
2: As sort of a semi-baseball purist, I was appalled by uh, this, uh, what I perceived to be a Bush League stunt. Uh, I, I didn't like it one bit when it happened.
1: I didn't really anticipate anything.
2: I just I woke up
1: the next morning and... Got a phone call from our trainer saying that Orlando wanted to see me in his office. I know it wasn't good news, so I took a cab and went to the clubhouse, and Orlando told me that you know they're going to release me. So I was
0: there when he came back to clean out his locker. Well, he walked in, put a potato in every locker. Well, he walks into the manager's office and counted out 50, put 50 right on the desk, and he put a note on the potatoes that said, Dear Orlando, sure you don't expect me to pay the $50 fine now that I've been released instead here's 50 potatoes this spuds for you dave bresnahan and he tacked it on one of the potatoes and at that moment he became my all-time hero when he did
2: that and so when i read that i just really started chuckling about it and i thought well maybe this isn't so bad you know i guess it took a couple of days to uh, to for me to realize that probably this is part of the essence of of what you know, the fun and good hardness that our national game is supposed to represent.
0: Then it all started. Then it all, the world cracked open for Dave Resnahan at that point. I I can't read off or remember all of the people that he was on, but I know he was on the baseball game of the week. He was on Paul Harvey.
2: Hello, Americans, this is Paul Harvey.
1: And my phone was ringing off the hook. Papers from L.A. to New York were calling me, and radio stations were calling me across the country. When he was on Paul Harvey...
0: He says that did it for Williamsport. Now he was their hero. Naturally, everybody in town was there that night, and it was great. I loved it. It was great. So it was, it was pretty neat how the the reaction changed. But it was Paul Harvey. They heard him on Paul Harvey. The word got around town. I mean, this guy's pretty neat, and it's national news, and
1: we're on the map now, and all this stuff. In May of the following year. They decided to do a Dave Bresnahan night, retire my number, and make, you know, a big uh, promotional event.
0: When well, we announced that we were going to retire the potato thrower's number, then it went wild. It was the largest crowd in Williamsport history. Uh,
2: if people brought potatoes to the game, a potato, they could get in for a dollar, and of course the food we donated to national, the f- local food bank.
0: And the box office, when we closed, was t- filled to the top with potatoes women were coming over, pulling their tops down, having a monograph their breasts.
1: My speech went something like this, uh, where you know, Lou Gehrig had to hit 350 and hit over 400 home runs to get his number retired. All I had to do was hit 149 and throw a potato to get mine retired. And I don't think the baseball gods are looking down on me and shaming me for that at all.